to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 296, The Giggle. My name is John, and joining me every time we break the rules and buy regenerate is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, we're not doing that again. Hello. <laughs> it sounds like you're going through the process. I almost called it buy regeneration, which is not what it's called. That's because true. Because it it's... technically didn't exist. It was yep. a myth. How are it, you? It, sure, it's a myth we've never heard about before, but we'll get to that. I... <laughs> I'm good. I'm really good. Um, oh boy! <laughs> welcome in everybody. Welcome to uh, the show. Yes. Um, <laughs> witness my bad German accent. Um, I am. I'm good. I look. I've got. I'm looking at the calendar next to my desk here. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then thanks to the magic of paid time off, working mm. for a tech company, um, I'm off for the rest of the year. Let's go. I know. We'd love to hear that. So so very ready. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. How are you? Uh I am doing well. I'm I'm uh I'm doing good. Um I have I have news, but I'm gonna uh, we'll talk about it next time, folks. But Taylor, I will oh. let you know after we stop recording tonight. There's a little spoiler for you. Oh dang. But yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Um, and, uh, I guess I will just, uh, leave it at that for now. For, for what it's worth, it is, um, it is worth mentioning, dear listeners, that this is actually the last time you will hear us in 2023 as we are both traveling around the holidays and will not be able to record our, um, episode for the church on Ruby road until after the first of the year. Yes. Which is, which is fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I th- I it happens. We, we've, we've done three weeks straight. I think we need a break. Yeah, I think also, I think we tried to, we were like, well, maybe we could do it on the 27th. It was like, and I was like, no, that's ridiculous. Forget it. Yeah. Like, we don't need to yeah. fit it in. We could sit with it. I'm sure come the new year, we'll have so much who news. Uh, yeah. Which is, it's great. And who knows? Maybe we'll know when uh, the new season starts. That would be nice. That would be that would be excellent it absolutely that would, would. be yes I, and i don't see any reason why we you know if we wanted to just on on the evening of the first of january we could totally record mm. that's a monday yes think about it yeah i don't see why not i actually might take that entire week off but that's a whole nother story nice yeah we'll see i haven't come to that yet also i gotta remember pto for gallifrey one so oh yeah oh i should double check and make sure i've got mine done yeah i have not put mine in yet but i will don't worry yep all right well uh let's get to what's making us happy this week uh taylor you want to uh go first oh gosh let's see yeah um well obviously time off soon is very nice yes um but oh, I tell you, um, last Saturday. Let's just put it this way: last weekend was so busy and frenetic. I kind of need a weekend to recover <laughs> from the weekend. Um, but for for part of Saturday, um, 
Kobe and I ran out to um, uh, Half Moon Bay, basically. And uh, he he loves vintage Vegas stuff. And he saw a slot machine that needed a little bit of work for sale, but he had never, ever seen one that was Christmas themed. Oh. And he, you know, took a picture of this and kind of put it out on some groups to get some feelers being like, has anyone ever seen one like this? You know, no indication that it was from an ad or anything. And everyone is like, I have never seen something like that. So he's like, "Mm, okay. I'm going to make an investment. (laughs) (laughs) So we ran, I mean, like strike mission. It was like, get in, pick it up, race back as quickly as we can, just because other things were going on that day. Yeah. Um, So it it was in, out, done. And darned if he, he's already got it working. Uh, You know, most all the lights work. Okay. There's a one display that's uh, being a little fussy, but you know, (laughs) it's, it's kind of impressive. Right. You know, so now now he's kind of like, I guess the guy that he bought it from said that it came out of a pepper mill. Oh, uh, remember the pepper mill in I think it was Cupertino. Yeah. So it's a restaurant. Now there's obviously they've got a casino and restaurant, I think, up in Reno. Yeah. Um, so he's trying to figure it out like the the box itself was built in the late 80s, wow, but the mill. art. Yeah, the art on the glass is from 93. So it started life as something and then became this. And it's it's kind of a mystery. It's kind of a weird thing. There's a lot that you can do to like research the, uh, I don't know, provenance okay. of some of these machines. The IGT, International Gaming Technologies, they, they've got like a whole like master list. Like you, you can even look at like the computer chips that are in these things. And figure stuff out, and there's stuff that just doesn't line up. There's stuff that's just not on their list that this thing has, and it's just like, oh, this is kind of a history mystery. That's crazy with this thing. So yeah, where that's uh, where was the pepper mill? It wasn't on because it looked. You know what? I'm telling you, this is what I do. Ever anytime you mention something, um, oh boy, I go. I've I've found. This actually might be the same account. Remember when I was obsessed with like that one Flickr account that had all yes. the Bay Area thing? I think this yeah. might be the same guy. That wouldn't surprise me because um, um, it was up on was it Wolf Road? It was on Augustine and Bowers. Augustine and Bowers. Bowers. Okay, Bowers. Oh wait, there was a restaurant, and they were the same people that owned the casino. So there's yeah. two different... The, okay. Hmm. I thought it was properly in Cupertino at the time, but it may have been Santa Clara. Well, because I was going to tell you the inside of this, which is the restaurant and lounge, looks eerily like... Um, do you remember Flames? Oh, yeah. It looks like... I had only been into Flames once. And wasn't it a big boy before that? The Flames by the Century Theaters? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, it I was only a big went... boy because I, as a kid, I'd always run up to the big boy and, and measure my height. <laughs> I had only ever been in there when it was flames. And I know this is a Doctor Who podcast, but um, <laughs> yeah, so I think this is the same. This has to be the same guy. It a- absolutely, yeah. it absolutely huh. is. Oh my god! One on one in Bowers. Okay, so it's not. It's not where I. Well, remember that's where the re- that's where the restaurant was, though. Right. So there was two, there was a restaurant and there was a casino. They were separate. Well, yeah, but I wouldn't imagine there was a casino in California. Um, 
I mean, that's a whole nother conversation, but I guess that is. Uh, but, there there yeah. was one on um do you remember where Harry's Hofbrau was? There was a casino yes. right there. There was, you're right. Yeah. So there was. Never went inside it, but yeah, yeah, I remember I know I know what you're talking about. Neither did I. But back any- where <laughs> yeah. squeezers used to be. Yes. Way back when. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So uh little bay area uh trip down memory lane for everybody <laughs> no kidding no kidding um anywho what, what is making you happy john oh uh well besides the thing that i can't uh publicly disclose to people I at know. this moment uh, which i will tell taylor when we go off go off sorry here. everyone y'all just, we'll just secrecy well i'll just tell everybody uh, if you follow me on instagram you'll know on friday that's all you know. Oh. That's really all you need to know. Okay. Um, what is making me happy this week? Well, besides that thing, um, uh, what else? What else have I been up to lately? Um, this weekend was pretty chill. Didn't really do a lot. I mean, you know, watched watched Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, oh, there, there, Taylor. Remember when I was like, "Where is my, uh, where is my Sharpie thing?" My, mm-hmm. it was. Um, I was just trying to move my microphone arm. And, and there it is. And I was like, why is my microphone arm not moving? And I looked over and what, wouldn't you know what was stuck between it? Uh, did, did you wedge <laughs> it? Did you wedge it in there to keep it, keep the microphone from falling off like last episode? No, no, no. Different part, different okay. part of the microphone arm. Okay. And holy Just moly. Sure. I hope that doesn't happen again. Now that I've said it. Uh, <laughs> better not, better not happen. Um, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of what's, what's making me happy this week. Besides the thing I literally cannot tell you guys about because it it uh mm-hmm. sworn to secrecy until Friday. Um man, what have I what have I been up to? It's weird cuz you know, we do this every we've been doing it every week and I'm I'm trying to think of uh, oh well the Jets the Jets won on Sunday. That was unexpected. actually by a pretty pretty decent margin too, wasn't it? Yes, it was a very decent margin. It was by yeah. uh it was by 20, 20 odd points. They nice. uh they showed up and showed out, which was nice. Um, other than that, I mean, Doctor Who making me happy. Um, of course. And then um, uh, LAFC did not win the MLS Cup on Saturday, which mm-hmm. was a bummer. But I'm happy that I am now fully invested in in soccer. That that makes me happy. So nice. There you go. All right. Well, we we have way too much <laughs> to talk about. So let's get to the Who news we before do. we get to everything else here. Yeah, so John, now that you've got all your Magic the Gathering cards, it's time to tell you, you don't have all the Magic oh, the Gathering I, cards. I know. <laughs> I got the alert this morning that the the uh, booster stuff is on sale. There is um, there is a uh, a 14th Doctor. I think there's also a 15th yes. Doctor card. Yes. There's a Meep card. Um, Which I think is excellent. There's yes. a uh, Rose Noble yes. card. Um so yes, basically we are getting on sale December. Oh, on sale today. Yes, yes I got the I got the email um, this morning. There you go. Uh, yeah, we have got um, a handful of 60th anniversary specific match the gathering cards. Yeah, and I've been told they're usually on sale for a month. So, okay. Um, I uh, I think I'm going to try and pick these up. I still have yet to open. The fourth and final um, commander deck. Okay, I haven't. I've. I haven't sleeved them yet. I have the sleeves. I have everything I need. I just have not done that yet. And I also have not learned to play yet. So my friend just 
just bugged me the other day. He's like, when are you going to come over and learn to play? And I'm like, I'm a little busy right now, so. Yeah, I, I get that. I'll figure it out when I can. But, um, yeah. Nice. You well, you remember remember when we watched a, a sort of animated Celestial Toymaker a few weeks ago to review the Celestial Toymaker? Yes. We were like, gosh, it sure seems like that's something they're going to do soon. And sure enough, yes. Um, there will be a uh, two-disc set containing the third season story as well as special features. Um, I don't know how I feel about the animation. Um, so, oh boy! All right, let's. I kind of, I kind of actually like the animation that we watched a little bit better. Yeah, this is um, this is it. It's kind of disturbing. A little bit. Yeah. So um, the thing that is. Once again, annoying about this is ha- when did they announce that he was the toy maker? It was like a month or two. It was two, three months ago, right? Something like that. Wouldn't you have tried to release this as soon as you announced he was the toy maker? I mean, I can definitely see the advantage of doing that. Listen, I'm all for them animating all of the lost episodes. I, I am Same. 100% behind that. Yep. But again, yep. it once again feels like what what is happening over there? What is <laughs> happening across the seas where we're not timing this out so people can at least and I mean we'll talk about the toy maker obviously um because duh but yeah, it would have been nice to 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 watch this before. But I'm I'm uh I mean I'll watch it. I'm interested. Oh, same. I of don't course. believe we will be reviewing it again, but Maybe not. Yeah, but uh, I'm but, interested to see it again. Yeah, and and like you said, we both fully support you know animated recreations of all the missing episodes. That way, it's accessible. Oh yeah, absolutely. And again, like we we didn't we don't really watch the what do they call them the tele the telesnaps telesnaps. Listen, mm-hmm. telesnaps served a purpose, um, but oh boy, I don't know if I want to do that again. So please, yeah. Please animate everything. <laughs> Please. And sooner rather than later. Yes. Well, you know, John, normally when I mention goblins, <laughs> it's not on this podcast. No. <laughs> no, it is not. Um, by the way, in one week, we are recording the final episode of All Night with the Living Geeks. Would you like to join us? When? Next Monday night. <laughs> Uh, I can't, com- I can't commit to it at this moment, but okay. put me down for, uh, let's say a cool 55%. Okay. <laughs> I'll circle back to that. Anyway, yes. only final because in February of 2024, we are completely rebranding with a new name, new art, new music. Um, and normally when we talk about goblins, we're talking about it on that show and probably talking about Hellier, but oh no, oh no. If you have been on social media at all today, you have probably heard the Goblin song, which actually got a like full-blown release as a single. <laughs> um, and looks kind of crazy. I and yeah. a little creepy, but also the effects look really, really cool. Oh, I agree. Um, it's just the... Uh, <laughs> I didn't... As soon as the song started, I, I don't know what it is. I was like, you know what? I want to hear this in show. 
Mm-hmm. So I haven't heard the whole thing, but I've heard parts okay. of it, and I've seen okay. the goblins, obviously, and yeah. they look great. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, excited for that. Yeah, and that is just what that is that that's exactly two weeks away. Yeah, exactly. Holy smokes! Well, if that wasn't musical enough, I, mean, I, I guess we should maybe count this spoilers. Yeah, might as well. Okay, so if you don't want to hear this, tune out for about the next mm, 60 to 75 seconds. Ruby Sunday's in a band. I like it. I can work with that. I can work with that. Um, So in the most recent Doctor Who magazine, uh, Ruby's, uh, uh, let's see, describe the musical special. We also have Ruby's band and then a massive musical big band number with Music Love and Goblins, right where we go for that. Um, She's apparently a gifted keyboardist cool can dig it can dig it um and and that quite literally is the entirety of that article it's a very short article yeah but if you want to read it it's in the show notes there you go um very excited by this next thing because this looks incredible the new never before seen this shape sonic screwdriver yeah uh has been revealed and i love it i really like it too i just i'm wondering how good the toy is gonna look i mean fair point fair point um you know if you really want to go in i'm going to assume that rubber toe props is going to do a version of this oh yeah Um, so it may be worth investing in that one yeah i mean Uh, it's it's interesting i i just need to see it in use more i think yes yes because it does look maybe uh, some some people said it looked like a sky tv remote which I don't have Sky TV, so I have no idea what that looks like. But it uh, does look a. There's kind of like a. I have made a futuristic steampunky wireless mouse kind of look to it, <clears throat> um, which isn't a slight. It looks really cool. It, like, it kind of also looks like a. What is it? A, um, one of those ma- mice? Those mices? Those mices? The mouse? The mices. It the looks, wireless mouse? It looks like a. The one with the ball, the like the big ball on. Oh, it. like a trackball. Yeah. Yes. I mean, ca- yes. I mean, listen. It looks cool. It's got Tardis blue on it. It's well, it's a little deeper, but um, I like it. I think it looks yeah. cool. Um, no, we've, we've got silver accents and gold accents and blue, and it's 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 neat. It's, it even says it's powered by a purple crystal. Yes. The device not only opens doors, but can provide light, has multiple lenses, and a port to connect to other technology. Yes. I, I think that's pretty cool, too. I, I think the only bummer for me is I, I, I think every doctor should have their own Sonic. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I was kind of like I was jazzed with what we had with 14s. Yeah. And we only got to see cool. it like once, really, in the first episode where he makes the shield and... Mm-hmm. He's re- but you know what? Maybe this one can do that. We don't know. We don't know. But I have to say, I love absolutely is just this heartfelt full of love that the Sonic has a message in Gallifrey and symbols on the, I guess that's the underside. Is it the underside? I, I think it is. You're right. It I is think, the underside. I think it is. Yeah. I'm, yeah. See, that's the other um, thing. I need to see. I need to see. He's holding it, but I'm like, what side are you holding up? I right. Which side it. is up? I totally get it. Um, and it's a translation from a Rwandan proverb that uh, says, the sharpness of the tongue defeats the sharpness of the warrior. I mean, and 
that's the I love that so much. It is. It is. And it's, yeah. it, it's just that reaffirmation of like, yes, this is why I love Doctor Who growing up because he was my superhero. Yeah. And it wasn't fighting with strength. It wasn't always fighting with weapons. It was oftentimes fighting with wit. Um, and that's what I fell in love with. So that just, I don't know feels a little extra special to me. So when that when that toy comes out, if it looks really cool, I'm going to have to have it. Yeah. I mean, I'm for sure, sure going to get it when it comes out. Yep. Yep. Now, if you want it, folks over at Cultbox have a breakdown of the Christmas special trailer. Oh, boy. A Christmas special trailer looks uh, looks great. It does. Very it exciting. does. Um so let's see, a uh, 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 synopsis here. The Doctor comes face to face with the mythical and mysterious goblins as his eh, life collides with Ruby Sunday. Ruby meets a man called the Doctor, stolen babies and goblins, as she attempts to learn the secret of her birth. Little's known about Ruby as she was abandoned long ago in the snow on Christmas Eve of 2004 as a baby. Okay, so she's got a, you know, December birthday. Now living with her mom, Carla, and grandmother, Cherry, Ruby's world's about to be turned upside, turned upside, turned upside, not upside down, turned mm, upside. Okay. I people just take the time to write the article. When she encounters <laughs> the doctor, the two set off on their first adventure together, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so Michelle Greenridge plays Carla, uh, and Angela Winter, uh, plays Cherry, uh, Ruby's grandmother. Um, let's see. Davina McCall plays herself as a TV host, helping Ruby to find her birth parents. I want to say it's a British TV show. I assume so. Yeah. Um, and Anita Dobson plays Mrs. Flood, likely Ruby's neighbor. Um, do, 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 looking really quick and lost my little scroll ability. Um, we get, we, we get shooty going from, uh, just being, as they would say, in his pants, meaning underpants, not trousers. Yes. Um, to still not being in trousers and being in a kilt. Yes. So we are continuing, at least for a time, the, uh, uh, no trousers. Or his team, but we do eventually see him in pants as he is running across. Sorry, in trousers. Need to be consistent here. Yes, as he is running across rooftops. Although I am looking at one of these stills, the Sonic. Yeah, the Sonic, and that's what we thought was the underside. Is he's holding it? That's the up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. There's ladders. (laughs) There's airships. There's one still that's great because it looks like he's in the middle of a jump and it looks like he's just like Mario got stuck and he's just hovering. Yes. Over the ground. I love that so much. Um, the goblin ship looks super cool. Yeah. I love the look of it. Um, yes. The goblins, they, the, there's not as much breakdown as in here's a bunch of stills really is, is kind of what yeah. this comes down here, to. They're like, here you go. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. There you go. Fewer words, more pictures. That's apparently what the future is going to be, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, indeed. Well. All right. Well, this week we watched The Giggle, starring David Tennant as the Doctor, Catherine Tate as Donna, Gemma Redgrave as Kate Stewart, and Neil Patrick Harris as the Toy Maker. (laughs) It was written by Russell T. Davies and directed by Shania Button. 
It first aired December 9th, 2023, and is the third and final story of the 60th anniversary specials. And we have we have a smidgen of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at the TARDIS Data Core. Indeed. Well, this episode notably marks the return of the Toymaker 57 years after his introduction, making him, so far, the Doctor Who antagonist with the longest gap between TV appearances. Wow. Uh, while the toy maker himself had appeared in other media in the following years, like Big Finish stuff, the giggle was the toy maker's second on-screen appearance after, not surprisingly, the Celestial Toy Maker. This time with a new appearance portrayed by the amazing Neil Patrick Harris, uh, making the toy maker the second established Doctor Who antagonist to be played by an American actor, following Eric Roberts portraying the Master in the TV movie. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Great. Love it. Yep. Um, the toy maker remarks that he made a jigsaw out of the Doctor's history, implying that he is, at least for storytelling purposes, at the very least, partly responsible for any inconsistencies and changes in the Time Lord's life, such as his origins. I'm fine with that. I Totally. Like, look, if, if you want to if you want to use this to explain away the fact that canon doesn't exist anyway, so we're just going to do whatever the flip we want. Sure. Yeah. Why Works not? for me. I look Bye. repeat to myself. It's just a show. I'm just going to really relax. <laughs> oh, man. Russell was inspired when researching John Logie Baird during the production of the other TV show he's been working on, Nolly, uh, to write an episode around the puppet. <clears throat> Which, boy, when that puppet burns, that's kind of freaky. Yeah. Um, he later realized that a two-foot-tall puppet wouldn't be the most intimidating foe, so he decided to use the toy maker as the antagonist. Probably a good idea. I'm, I'm going to say that was the right move to make. Yeah, I probably would have been upset if a two-foot doll uh, defeated the doctor and uh, he had, yeah. to, had to regenerate. Now, let's let's... You know, let's not ignore the fact that two foot dolls definitely can be creepy. Yes. Uh, and threatening. Yeah. But yeah, we'll get to that. Um, Davies also revealed in his InVision commentary, which I think is just like the you're watching the commentary on a streaming service thing, that the giggle almost included a scene that mentioned Wilfred Mott's passing, saying it was immensely sad, it was beautiful, and it was very much a reaction to what had literally just happened because it felt very, very strange. So I felt like we had to acknowledge it. And uh, mentions that it was Phil Collinson, producer Phil Collinson, who prevented the scene from happening, which Davies agrees was the right decision. Yeah, I can't remember what Phil said to him, but it was very funny. He's like, what are you, mad? Like, what are you, Kinda, what yeah, are you, I feel like I read something somewhere that had that. Yeah, like that's that's insane, man. We Don't will be that. referencing this InVision commentary um, later on. Yes, um, I can't. I sent it, or you sent it to me, or did I send it to uh... you? Oh, I don't I... think I've received anything, but I did listen to the official Doctor Who podcast, and they did talk about some of that. Oh, um, when it comes to uh, the by generation. Wonderful. Yes, I'm trying to find the. Uh... I have the person's um, whatever. I've had I, somebody live tweeted it, and I appreciate them. So we will be referencing. Ah, we will be excellent. referencing that. Okay. Yes. Excellent. So I will go. I will go back to that and find because um, that uh, that was very helpful. Because you know, mm-hmm. once again, I don't. You know, I don't want to harp on the BBC iPlayer again, but uh, 
you know, all this information we over here don't get unless somebody posts it online for us because it's apparently yep. 1997. <laughs> and the BBC's going, well, that's all right then. Well, that's all right then. Uh, I can't. I cannot wait. I, <laughs> I cannot wait. Anyway, anywho. Anywho. Taylor, you have yes. a world famous synopsis for us, so take it away. Well, the Doctor and Donna returned to London only to find the world's gone mad for 48 hours. And let's be honest, I'm impressed that more isn't wrecked. Everyone thinks they're in the right and everything else is wrong, a.k.a. Twitter on a typical day. But what could possibly be behind all this? Well, the Doctor is quickly recognizing who it could be. That's right. The toy maker is back and looking to wreak havoc with humanity and all their fun games. So it's up to the Doctor and the Doctor and Donna and Unit and that Blinks thing oh. to save the day and beat the toy maker before the giggle claims us all. <laughs> I almost uh, got that as well on the on the board but that 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 would have been a good one too i i was sitting there going like gosh i really hope i can remember how that goes (laughs) yep you got it um taylor yes overall feelings on 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 the giggle um i you know honestly i loved it i did kind of have to sit with it for a little bit like my for i won't lie my first viewing was heavily interrupted by uh two teenagers who wanted to completely like move all their furniture around in both of their rooms and tell me at 15 minutes before the episode aired um yeah yeah watched it in fits and starts and bits and pieces and then watched it later all in one go um it's you know, it's funny. I mean, I mean, it's a regeneration story. There's very few regeneration stories. Well, my generation stories, but we'll get to that. Um, stories that I don't like. So, yes, I loved it. Um, I don't feel like it was structurally as strong as last week, but emotionally, and I think what it does thematically for the show, I love it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, the more I watch... Uh wild blue yonder that that's uh top tier that's like yeah so i don't i almost don't expect anything to that's where it is for me it's like up there and like top tier nothing could really touch it Mm -hmm. um especially because it does something he does in that episode leads into this episode yes which is fantastic but yeah um i also loved it i um i the by generation we'll we'll get into it I, first i just right off the bat i at first was like everyone else what and then i went okay this, mm-hmm. is, this is cool i like this and then uh rtd on the uh bbc iplayer commentary kind of puts another wrinkle in that which is, <laughs> has thrown the internet for um a loop which is fine and i also like i i like that i just don't know how how that works and maybe we'll talk through it um well let's let's yeah let's talk through it well well just overall i do agree this is very emotional i think it's it's um it's very good i think it's just very um the doctor that our 2005 doctor to well even before then you know really the doctor always as our, our new doctor says 
is always running and ne- never stops and does therapy yep. out of order. Um, yes. So it's very nice. That. that was great. I love that. It's just very nice for a future doctor to tell a past doctor, hey, we're going to be okay, but you got to do the work and maybe yeah. slow down for a minute. And that's nice. I like that. I think that's just a very nice thing because if we didn't have by uh, generation, technically that would never happen. <laughs> because right. He'd just keep going, and he wouldn't like heal. Phys- physician would not heal thyself um, precisely. So uh, yeah. Anyway, I thought this was great. Um, do we want? Do we want to? Ta- I feel like. I almost want to get like story and character stuff out of the way before we talk about sure. other stuff. Um, Lead the way. Right off the bat, Neil Patrick Harris is a, is an absolute gem. My um, God, yes. It, I don't know if you've seen any of the backstage stuff or backstage the the um, behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen. Yeah, any I've, of I've, that. I've seen a, I've seen a bit of it. But he apparently read the script and said, "Oh God, I have to do this. I have to go to Wales." So yeah. he was in and, from and the he, beginning. And he'd never watched no. Doctor Who before. No. Like, really didn't even kind of know what it was for the most part. Yeah. From what I've read, um, which is insane. And then, you know, started doing some research and kind of learning more about the toy maker. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm in. And I'm so glad because I was like, when I, when it, I first saw that Neil Patrick Harris was going to be in this, however long ago that was at this oh, point, man. I was like, oh, that's a really big name. Like, is that? That's a big get. Is that too big of a get? <laughs> like, is it going to overshadow things? Am I just going to go like, oh, look, it's just Neil Patrick Harris. No, but I no. really, like, I looked past that. I could see the toy maker. I could see all of that. And it was fantastic. And, um, yeah, just. I'm also glad that we we just tucked him away in a box just in case. Yes. I, I thoroughly enjoy that because that means and, and bind it with salt because unit is not above working with the occult apparently. Yes. But also I, I wonder if because the doctor brought him into reality by using the salt, that means they can bind him with the salt. Presumably. Yeah. Anyway, that's great. I love it. Neil Patrick Harris uh, killer throughout this entire episode uh, spice up your life is <sighs> I know I know a lot of people were like well this That's is very more. like something the master would d- do and well yeah technically technically the master was in this entire episode he's just locked yes. in a tooth so yes. um, which I think is hilarious which is it's so it's so mastery it's so yes like that's fantastic that like they worked that in because obviously, yes, at the end of power, the doctor, the master is not in good shape and comes across the toy maker and tries to best him and doesn't. And I'm like, that's so cool. Yes. Now he's trapped. Well, um, maybe not for long. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Welcome back, Lucy Saxon. Um, <laughs> what a babe, right? Um, oh, yeah. Look, the spice of your life segment was just just magnificent. Yeah. From start to finish, the dancing, the editing, um, the special effects. Yes, the people, were the two guys stu- turning into the balloons. Two guys just turning into balls and just like it. Just it was so just seamless. It was just whoop, like that, and and all the guns shooting rose petals and everything. Yes. It was just insane. And then he drops through the floor, and it's a horn honk. The horn yeah. honk. 
just, <laughs> just I don't know if that if that I want that would be my my ask if I ever got to talk to RTD I'd be like was the horn honk in the script or was that something that along the way someone was like Somebody. that would be funny if he causes all of this chaos and then just a horn honk to, as the door yeah. closes which was yeah. brilliant um I will also say I know it's not supposed to be funny but the line after they get turned into balloons and we see the guy's face screaming and uh-huh. and and um Kate says what happens and the doctor goes they're dead i'm sorry <laughs> Just the yeah. line delivery, I'm just like, oh my god! Like he yeah. just is like, I can't do anything. They're dead. We have to move on. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't dwell on these people, unfortunately. Pretty um, much. But that whole scene, that whole scene is great. Like everyone in that scene is apparently took them two days to film that. Yeah. Um, which is very, which is very funny to me. And they were all just talking about how Neil Patrick Harris said he wasn't a dancer, and then he clearly was. Yep. Um, and yeah, where he he's explaining this big gr- grand plan to you know stop the door. Maybe we can turn the door into an exit, and then you yes. just kind of hear spice up your life, kind of like getting louder. And he's like, <laughs> and they're all like, um, "Somebody turn off your ringer." Yeah, and he's like, "Whose oh, phone is that?" He's like, "Oh, I think he's here." Yeah, the it was which was a very reminiscent line delivery of the. Oh, that's right. Like <laughs> when you, things they still exist, but uh-huh. not in an evil way, like in a realization right. way. It was great. Yep. I I loved the spice up your life stuff. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, Neil Patrick Harris, great great villain. I sincerely hope this is not the last time we see the toy maker. Um, but I mean, I well, I sincerely hope it's not the last time we see the toy maker in 57 years. I'm not saying yes. I, want, I want to see him next soon. season necessarily, yeah. but yeah, I agree. I agree. Let's not wait another 57 years. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I will also say, um, I want to talk about, I want to talk about Mel. Oh yeah. I want to talk about Mel. Um, oh. I thought that everything we did with Mel was great. It Mel felt very important to unit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then also for I guess newer viewers, uh, you could sense the importance that Mel had to the Doctor. Um, yes, but I love that Mel. Um, j- just great, just great that she's I, back. Her like I, I love the fact that we we there's just a moment in Unit Headquarters, or as you like to call it, the Avengers Tower. Yes, um, where there's just a moment to breathe. Yes. And the doctor looks at her and goes, hey. And yeah. she goes, hi. Yes. You know, it's just that kind of just taking a moment to be like, nice to see you again. Yeah. And we, and we I find out that. what she's been, she, how she got back here, basically. Yes. Right. Yeah. When we talk about Glitz uh, for a little bit. Glitz. Yeah. Living to 101. Oh, bless him. And then slipping on a on a, a bottle. And a whiskey bottle. Yeah. <laughs> um, I loved her delivery um after the by generation yeah oh no she's great and 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 you know shooty goes oh how do i look and she's just like you look fantastic and 14 folks is that is like still look fantastic she's like "Mm, yeah yeah (laughs) 
It's yes. Just that. No, so that was much. that was great. I I I uh well well I mean I guess we'll get we'll get there. But yeah, Mel, yep. great. I and I will say just as a whole because we'll talk about some other characters here. Um, I'm totally on board if there were the rumors that there was going to be a unit spinoff mm-hmm. and I am totally on board with a unit spinoff featuring, um, all the women that we saw yes. heading it. And also I, it, it almost feels like 14 would be around. I mean, technically, technically. Yes. I don't need 14 <laughs> there every episode, but you know, if he pops in like, like like he did in Sarah Jane Adventures, I wouldn't be mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but no, and I, I and I love Kate kind of like you know headhunting Doctor's former companion. Yes. Oh, this <laughs> the scene where uh Do- where she offers Donna a job and she says how much mm-hmm. does it pay and she says what sixty k six six sixty thousand yeah and then she says double it in five weeks off and she goes deal. <laughs> <laughs> which is great i love that yeah but yeah i yeah. i think that would be great i would love sitting in that room uh listening to the banter and solving problems um totally i would be on board with that yeah that would be that would be great stuff um i am i'm just i want to make sure i get every uh shirley and bingham uh yes holy moly um i loved her i mean i loved her in the first episode loved her even more in this episode Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say the funniest thing, the funniest line is after, um, after the toy maker disappears and she's like, what is happening? <laughs> and the doctor says, because it, and it's such, it's such like a, it's such like a doctor line and it feels like it's being responded to by somebody that is just like, I don't have time for whatever you're doing. Uh, where he goes, if I told you that he manipulated Adams with the power of thought, would you believe it? And she pauses and then goes, is that what he does? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Yep. And it's like, why? Just tell me what tell me what he does. Like, I don't get it. Um, yeah. She's great in this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, always great to see uh, Kate Lethbridge-Stewart. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, un- yeah, unit. I'm on board. I'm on board for for that if that ever actually happens yeah I, I absolutely hope, i hope well it feels like it isn't isn't sure surely sticking around right yeah we do see her in the and mel too in shooty's first season okay so he has to come back to to earth mm-hmm. okay anyway um yeah so unit great uh let's see is there anything else oh uh, one thing in unit that i kind of want to talk about that i that literally just kind of it's literally like a wait what kind of thing is the is the vlinks yes um the vlinks does not have at least that i could see does not have a um a tardis wikia yet oh interesting vlinks the voice of the vlinks is nicholas briggs okay fair enough um, and that's it. That's all we know. I know that um, they said something about they made him from at least on the you know the i the BBC iPlayer stuff. They made yep. him from parts from a ship that crashed or something okay. like that. It seemed very vague, but the Vlinks is going to be back. 
what did you how did you feel about the Vlinks just literally being like I made these things I'm a character here it just felt very jarring to me I mean a little bit I think I think we're used to having stuff I don't know this different kind of introduced yes um in some other way but I I think I don't know I think it's just I think it's a sign that you know unit clearly got their funding back yes um and have been working on stuff and like in the background and while the doctor's been gone um and all of that and that that's the kind of stuff that would happen you know it's it it is it is jarring because we're used to having this stuff like oh doctor comes jaunting in and being like look what i built for you kate here it's a flinks what's a flinks doctor well it's this an exposition exposition you know and here we come in and it's like oh you guys have a thing and i didn't bring it to you yeah oh (laughs) looks Uh, like you guys are doing your job out and proud good for you good job you know I, i will say i did find the quote on uh on from the 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 commentary and i will say this website uh, says that um, his name is Russell T. Davis, and it's not—it's not only a typo once; it is a typo every time they talk about him. Oh boy, um, that's like Fifth Doctor Peter Davidson. Yeah, that's. Uh, oof. Anyway, so um, Tenet says, "Is the Vlinks a reoccurring character?" And Davies says, "You will see the Vlinks in the future." Slightly upgraded. Oh. Um, well, and then um, Phil says, well, I think the Vlinks, when they just finished him out of the wreckage of a spaceship, yes. And Tenet says, Vlinks is on a journey. Okay. <laughs> so it's funny. So we'll see. Nice. Um, yeah. I mean, cool look. Um, probably turns evil at some point. I don't know. <laughs> Could happen. Who knows? I, you know, I have to say, because I know the Vlinks made the, the Z-Deck. Um, Good name. Not really bracelets, armbands, whatever. Yeah. Devices. Um, uh, uh, Gemma Redgrave's acting when, like, hers is deactivated. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah, that was a... That was a so good. That was an interesting scene to watch, yes. Very uh, off-putting. Yeah. Um, but, boy, isn't, like, what? What's going on? A social commentary, I believe yes. they call it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, I mean the and it was a it was social commentary on a couple of different fronts. The um the 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 toy maker fixing everything by making sure that everyone knows that they're right. Yep. And then uh, also these the uh, the Z decks basically being um, the COVID vaccine. Oh, that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could see that. Well, I mean, we get the newscast where the person's like, they're trying to, they're instilling satellites in us and they're trying to find us yeah. and control yeah. us. I'm anti-ZDEX. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. I yeah was no, like, that's, hmm. that's, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. So, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, that I mean, was, I really have, I really have to love the width and breadth of the storytelling going on here because we do get social commentary like that. Science fiction always serves as a fantastic way to make social commentary. And then we get ball jokes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although I do, I do love the fact 
and I'm sorry, I'm jumping around here. No, when fine. the doctor and Donna go into the toy maker's shop and he's throwing these balls that he's juggling. Yes. When the camera cuts back to him, he still has the same number of balls. Yes. Um, and I, I, I just, I, for whatever reason, I really enjoy that because obviously he's just creating them. Yes. And throwing of, them. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently that was his first day on set. Oh God, was it really? That's he, awesome. He is a juggler, so oh good. So good. it was. He said it was like CG balls, but sometimes real. And he's like, it was a mm. lot. Anyway, um, yeah, that scene is great because you can just see the doctor working it out with yep. every ball that is thrown yep. at him. Yep. Uh, and then we get the little flashbacks, the colorized uh, flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That was great. I love that. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, I always also forget that the doctor is technically like the president of Earth. Yes. And he can like override any like. Uh, you have my permission. Yeah, that was great. Yep. I was like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah I love that. <laughs> let's let's not uh, forget the fact that um, um, just the toy makers realm. I know we talked about Neil Patrick Harris as the toy maker. But the fact that we get, like, honestly, let's be honest, Scooby-Doo corridors. Yes. Realistically. Yeah. That go anywhere and everywhere. And, of course, <clears throat> they get separated. Yes, of course they did. Um, I know that, oh, I, you know, I don't know which is creepier. I don't know which is creepier. The doctor um, finding, um, I know his last name is Banerjee, um, as basically you know, a marionette puppet. Oh yeah. Um, and, and that was kind of creepy, especially when you pan up and here's this giant, you know, toy maker. Yes. Pulling the strings as it were. Um, or Donna facing down Stooky Sue and the, the wee babbies. Oh, Stooky Sue was <sighs> great. So loved creepy. that. Yes so creepy and then i have to say donna just being like oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. watch what i can do yes just uh, she goes full dugging on him yes absolutely just is like oh you're a creepy doll i'm gonna pick you up and smash you against a wall and then in front of your children and then say do you guys want any of this no okay bye i i i guarantee you this scene is going to factor into our mind. Uh, yes, a hundred percent. Because, yes, I realize they're wooden dolls, but Donna did just murder a mom in front of its baby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then kicks like its head across the room. Yeah, well. Well, that's all right then. You know. Exactly. Um, I mean, I guess we can talk about that scene. And I actually have a question for you, too, because... Uh, I think at the end it's kind of answered, but um, yeah. So we get we get the scene where the Doctor and Donna meet back up in the realm. They finally get to yep. each other, and then yep. they are brought into a very dark room with a marionette stage. And yes. the toy maker tells Donna about everything that it has. Well, not everything basically all the bad things that have happened to our doctor <laughs> with his companions uh, along the way and that they have all it's like uh, Amy Pond they you know they were all over the place and then she was yep. touched by a weeping angel and she died and every time that someone was brought up the doctor had I don't want to call it an excuse 
clarification. Like a clarification of what happened, probably so he uh-huh. could move on with it. And of course, Neil Pat, the toy maker's response was every time. Well, that's all right then. Which was amazing. So good. It was just such a great scene. And Donna says to him, without looking at him, she says, is that true? Is all of this true? Mm-hmm. And I don't believe he answers. Now, my question to you is, and I feel like we talked about this last episode, Donna knows, right? She's just wanting him to communicate with her because they're friends and she mm-hmm. knows that he has been severely messed up since they last saw each other. Yeah, and and like this scene is really when you kind of analyze what's being talked about. It's it's really heavy stuff, and there are very clear hints of the doctor just running himself ragged. Yeah, you know, you know, this is this is one of those first spots where we get this this hint of like he needs a break. Um, actually, I think there's one other spot when they first arrived in Soho in 1925, and the, and he and the and Donna are walking down the street. Ta- oh, because they're talking about Mel. Yes, and she's like, "You never brought her up. You don't bring up anybody. You never talk you about anyone." Exactly. And he says, yeah. "Yes, because I'm busy, <laughs> <laughs> like right now." Yeah, you know. Yeah, so there's all that. I she does Donna at one point in this episode does talk about like seeing inside his mind at one point and it and it wasn't just you know like a whatever it was last week a blazing fireball or something no it not, not not like looking into a furnace it was like that's what it was yeah. thank you yeah 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 no um, and i believe that's when we have shooty is mm-hmm. i've looked inside it might have been i can't remember but um yeah um i'm trying to find i'm trying to find it like, i feel like i wrote it down but i don't see it but yeah uh, she yeah she does say like you're yeah you're running yourself ragged and our our shooty also reiterates that mm-hmm. um and we'll we'll get to that um but yeah it's this is like a whole this is like a really this is also like a really nice um uh talk to somebody and take a breath and yeah. maybe hang out and stop stop always going forward maybe take a minute to stop and figure stuff out that's also yeah. just very a very nice uh i mean that's the way simpler way that i just described it but yeah it's like work on yourself take care of yourself uh so your future self can be uh can be shooty got one yeah i mean <laughs> i mean really i mean that too yeah. um but yeah quite honestly this this like this whole episode is like a fantastic, you know, uh, uh, case for hey, therapy is a good thing. Yes, you know, yes. self self care is important. Yeah, because um, otherwise you run yourself ragged. And I mean, you know, I, I I'll just I'll say it now. I when the bi generation happened, and there definitely was the indication that you know fourteen's not going away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that I would, you know, yeah, that's... I was kind of like, oh, um, I'm not sure how I feel about this, but the more I sat with it, and the more I thought about it, and then watched it again, this really is like I understand now. I'm not saying I like it. I'm not sure I'm going to say it, but now I understand better why Russell is going. We're starting the season numbering over again. This is this is kind of a reset. Yes. 
uh, yes, another you know, another soft reset, <laughs> which is another, fine. Yeah, which is fine. But it is it is a way of kind of you know saying goodbye to the the first I don't know era of modern who you know he's been running all this time. He's been running from the war of the time war. You know, he's been running from just thing to thing, to thing, to thing, to thing. Um, and you know, now it's time to take a break from that. I don't think that's going to stop shooty from running. It's just going to be two new things and from new baddies and stuff like that, but it won't be with the same baggage. Yeah. I'm trying to find, there was a, um, there was an RTD uh, line. I can't find. I can't find it. But he he does kind of explain that, like, while you know, Shooty Shooty's doctor is you know you know more carefree and happy, obviously, because he is from the future and we did the work and all that stuff. Um, he still has his problems. So oh sure, so I mean, we all do. They're like, don't worry. He's like, don't worry about it. I'll find a way to make him a completely broken character. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't say that. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there is something else that Russell said regarding the bigeneration itself. So I'm not sure if we want to yes. kind of get into that because it, it's well, it I think kind of has a pretty big meaning. Yeah. So I think uh, obviously. Um, the doctor will just where we're at right now. The doctor challenges the toy maker to a game. It is uh, cut the deck. The doctor loses and then says, no, I've won one. And now you've won mm-hmm. one. And we have to do two out of three. Yep. And um, that is when, you know, we get to spice up our life thing. And then he takes uh, hold of the galvanic beam, which is galvanic. That's something, right? That is, it's something in the Doctor Who universe. Galvanic radiation is uh, something that has come up in the show before. Now, galvanic, that is not from, um, it's not from, uh, what, what am I trying to say? It's from, it's, I don't know. It, it's not from. Um, Classic Who? Uh, it's not from Classic Who, right? It's from. No. Uh, I wish it, it was easier to just, uh, ra- ra- oh, Extonic Ray. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, it's from the it's from midnight. Yes, yeah, that's right. It's from midnight. Thank you. I knew it was I knew it was from modern new, not classic. Yeah. Okay. Great. Anyway, um, I don't know where I was going with oh, the galvanic beam. We we shoot the doctor with it. Uh, I jumped. I jumped <laughs> the first time I saw that scene. I was like, oh god. Yeah. So I Which thankfully did not put like a giant hole <laughs> in it because that would have been really creepy. Yeah, because I was like, oh, um, I mean, th- let's be honest. This shot a satellite out of orbit. Yes. Like you are now shooting the doctor with it and, and shooting at the feet of unit soldiers. How are you not blowing a hole straight through the building? Well, also, I guess, you know, uh, yada, yada, the toy maker can do whatever he wants with reality. So. Oh, oh, I see. Well, that's all right, then. Well, that's all right, then. I, I don't know. I guess that's how you would yada yada it. But anyway, shoots the doctor, <laughs> and then we start to get the regeneration, which it's like, okay, but I do love that Donna and Mel go to him. Yes. Um, I think that is great. I think, um, and it was like, you know what? I'm not... He said, "Like he said, here we go again, Alonzi." And I went, mm-hmm. "I'm fine. I'm fine with this." 
Yeah. That's what I said in the moment when I first watched it, I said, I'm fine with this. He's with people. He mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't want to go again, but he's at least like with people and it's not I mean, it's kind of sad because he, the you know, he just got shot and the toy maker is still uh might win. Who knows? Right. Right. right and right. then he starts to regenerate and I'm like, maybe Mel and <laughs> Donna should back off, but also, oh, yeah. uh, you know, regenerations are different from that. And then it's like the music swells, and then nothing happens. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And yep. he goes, "He goes. It feels different this time. I need you guys to pull on either side of me." Mm-hmm. And uh, we literally get Shooty coming out of Tenet, um, and as every. If, as if- Birthing a Greek god. Yes. Uh, and everyone is very confused uh, in the show included. and the audience. <laughs> um, and we uh, we push off of each other and we are separated. And uh, Shooty is now in underwear. The, sh- um, the, the cons, um, mm-hmm. the, the shirt and the tie. And that's it. And Tenet has like an undershirt on and the vest and the and his pants and no shoes, which also technically means that the fourteenth doctor is uh not wearing underwear. <laughs> if you really think about it. You know, I really hadn't thought about it until now, hey. and now I'm clearly thinking about it and there you go. I mean, that's, yeah, that's gonna. That's definitely gonna have to be one of our tweets. That's happening between between now. If you really think about <laughs> it, you're right. Um, Damn it, you're right. So uh, obviously, we have something that has never happened before. Um, but I do want to take just a moment, and as soon as he arrives on the scene, uh, the fifteenth Doctor is someone that I immediately want to see more of yes immediately and i'm glad that we i'm glad that we get what we got with tenet and shooty Mm -hmm. um because it's very interesting because we have new um i don't want to say overexcited doctor with our hardened everything is terrible doctor Um, yeah and it's great yeah i love it um and we yeah uh i believe Shoot there everyone's like, I don't understand, and she goes, by generation. Uh doesn't exist. Uh, but here we are, basically. Yeah. Um It was it was thought to be a myth, but hey, look. Yes. I would have to find the actual uh, that's a that's the gist of the line. Yeah, we um, paraphrase. But um then they both challenge the uh toy maker to a game, yep. and he says you can't do this, and they say it's your game, and you did this. You doubled us. Yeah. So whatever, ha- and I assume once again, but up up until this point at least, because the doctor introduced the salt, this is possible. Because at the end of the end of the universe, he a myth or a superstition, he invoked that. That is why I oh. think that this is possible. So you think the bi-generation is possible because he was at the edge of the universe where, let's just say, the veil is thinnest. It's, yes. You know, the edge of Halloween. Um, and did the thing with the salt 
and that introduced that I don't know uncertainty principle into things. Yeah, I, that's that's what I think. I, you know, even even if that's not what Russell Davies was thinking, I I'm cool with it. Yeah, I think because also, but also this is this is we also have to remember the toy maker at least at, at least that I am aware of. He's only been in reality for two days. Um, seemingly right because it when the dot when they land in wild blue yonder the doctor says uh we're about two days out he says we're about two days out and then that's why mayhem has happened well no mayhem has happened because of the cosat satellite right oh so he hasn't necessarily been in reality because he was there back at least in 1925 possibly even earlier we don't know that for sure right now, did he jump from 1925 to 2023? Did he kind of skip over 98 years? I think he did. Eventually? I think I think that's what happened. You know, um, I'd be very curious to know, like, where and when he was when he encountered the Master. But, you know, but also, we're not going to worry about that just yet. Yeah, and I guess time and space doesn't really matter to him also. Pretty much. So... I'm just saying he's new. He's at least new to the realm, so he might not understand Fair. all the rules. Um, and now that he has split the doctor and done a by re, uh, by by generation, um, <laughs> talking about by generation, yeah, have to work on that. So basically, it it feels like, so. They say you did this. You doubled us. So this is the toy makers doing, not mm-hmm. the. I guess not the act of, but then why? I don't know. It's it's very wibbly wobbly. <laughs> yeah. But also, I didn't I didn't hate it. I thought it was like I, at first I was like, this is weird, this is different. But also, technically now this is a multi doctor story. Precisely. Um, and it was fun. I mean, it was like two three se- two three scenes. Um, mm-hmm. and I you know they end up beating. Well, actually, you know what? Yeah, let's say what Russell said on the yeah on the commentary. Yeah. So, so apparently, according to Russell T. Davies, at, at, that at the uh, at the moment of by generation, yes, uh, all the doctors split at their moments of regeneration. So, therefore, the doctors that we see in stuff like Tales from the Tardis, which I thought was just like a you know commentary show, yeah. Um, are all still correct and quote unquote canon. Um, like time crash, when we see five in time crash, yes. that's his by generated self. Um, and I was kind of like, okay, that's kind of weird, sure. But then I went, oh, wait a second, this totally explains the curator. Oh, when you said that to me, I lost my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I what, lost. But was, was it tearing you apart though? Um, did I remove that from this? I didn't. I have no idea. Well, technically, apparently, the the original by generation uh, effects were too violent, so they were like, "Oh, oh. this is this does not look great." Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, technically, in every, I guess we retconned every regeneration to instead of them um, regenerating from one body to the next it's they split and they're just like oh all right we'll see you 
and they just get a lunch or something. I don't know. Yeah, or something, which is kind of crazy because the doctor is effectively immortal. Yeah. That's suddenly a lot of people. Yes. So it's it's very it's just very um it's it's wibbly wobbly. I, I, I think the only reason I'm not completely on board with it is because I don't completely understand it. <laughs> I mean I that's think, a fair point. I think that's why it is. I'm fine with it because if we get honestly, if we get stuff like this, I think it's very cool. Because I think RTD always said every <laughs> every regeneration is a tragedy, and it's just mm-hmm. so sad. And he's like, I wanted to do something different. I mean, I get it. Yeah. And at the same time, again, I totally get it. You know, we we get we get fifteen, kind of like giving fourteen the hug, the hug, and, and I've the got you. And the, yeah, and 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 then we get the whole kind of like after scene where where fourteen's kind of settling in as as a member of the uh, the noble household. And yes, I've never been so happy in my life. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly I'm I'm cool with this ending. It's nice. It's peaceful. I mean, it 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 gives like the first era of modern who some closure. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with this. I agree. I I am also okay with it. I think. I think it it just it it did a lot of one thing that I I think um um what was uh oh my god what was the story that um the fourth doctor regenerated in Legopolis Legopolis uh I feel like um this might be a uh, a better explanation than um than whatever the heck um the with the 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 watcher whatever the heck the watcher that we is. get yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> No, right? I'll, I'll, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But before we move on and start pushing buttons, we would be remiss if we didn't mention the toy maker's warning as he was folding up to drop into the box. Yes. That legions are coming. My legions are coming. And RTD already said they're like two, they're godlike, and we're already two or three in. Excellent. So that, yeah, that's where they, they are. Excellent. And then we see, um, the tooth that the master was kept in being oh, picked yes. up by someone with uh, very lovely nails. And I don't know if you caught that, but that is every master's laugh put together. When she, oh, they, yeah. no. Yeah. That's cool. So I think that might be Jinx. Oh. I think that I would be fun. That idea. Um, I love that idea. Now, the only person with red nail polish in the story was Kate Stewart. Yes, but I don't think. But she wasn't on the platform at the time. I don't. But also, that would. I mean, but then does that mean she's I know. evil? Well, no. She evil? You're saying that? No. Oh, just, just, just. I'm not saying that. But I like your answer better because I bet you anything. I could go back, find a picture of Jinx Monsoon, and I bet she's got red finger, red nail polish. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, before we do start hitting buttons, um, I thought this was a great, great send off. I just I want more stuff explained to me because it just feels like how is this going to work? Um, how do yeah? How does this work? Yeah, I get it. Um, but I love it. I love Shooty. I can't wait for Christmas. I'm very excited mm-hmm. to see him in a full episode. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's a little late, so I'm going to start hitting some buttons here. And before you do, I have to say I I'm you know going with the family. 
down to Disneyland. Yes. Between Christmas and New Year's, I will report back if there is any Doctor Who stuff. Oh, yeah. Please at do. Disney. Yeah. And I have to remember, I, um, well, we'll talk about that after we get off. Because yep. I'm, I'm going to try and at least uh, see if we, I can't get dinner with you guys or just whatever. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Hitting buttons. Here we go. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. All right, so obviously the scene we talked about where Donna um, picks up a, um, a a mother and smashes her against a wall in front of her three yes. and whittle babes and then says, yep. do you guys want some? And they back off. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's pretty... Um, uh, I mean, I guess the toy maker literally shooting the doctor with a beam while... The doctor's like in mid speech and he's like, I mean, I'm shooting you. There is a bit of that. Um, I would, I would say um, like, I feel, I feel like the whole game of catch. Yes. Um, Not to mention like, I don't know that it's, eh, I don't know. I'm, I'll throw it in here. You tell me what you think. Um, 15 smacking the TARDIS with a mallet. Oh yeah. We didn't even talk about that. Um, To create a duplicate. To create it. I will say, out of anything that I am a little more eh about is that there are two TARDISes. I think that's the thing. Yeah, I'm I'm a little inclined to agree with that, but at this point, I'm like, ah, sure, I'm just gonna roll with it. Yeah, I I that because I had some people text me and be like, "What do you think about this budget?" And I'm like, "I like it. I have a more, I have more of a problem with there being two TARDISes, mm. and it's not even that big of a problem." So anyway, yeah, hitting the. T- it, you know, like, oh, I get a, you get a prize, honey. Yes. Conk. Oh, also, we didn't mention, I know we're halfway through Duggan thing. Uh, neither Taylor or I knew that the by generation scene leaked literally in July of last year. Mm-hmm. We had no idea. And I can't believe that we were that we were so in the dark about that because we do who news yeah. pretty much every week. That's wild to me. And yeah, they had it like fire. line to, for line that leak. And apparently BBC was like, yo, you need to take that down. Anyway. Um, yeah. So Duggan scale. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that is uh, really Duggan scale worthy. Um, I, I mean, but man, Donna scene is pretty high up there. I'm going to give yeah. this. <laughs> I'm going to give this an eight and a quarter. You know what? I was eight on the nose. There we go. Eight and a quarter. Eight on the nose. Oh, okay. I mean, that, that, that one scene was so yeah, just hardcore. Yeah, because it's like you, a lot of, um, well, I guess we're not calling them companions anymore. Uh, anyway. Yes, that's a whole... they, like, they like the term assistant. No, yeah. I'm kidding. That's 1970s. No, there was, so, there, was some, there was a thing where Donna's like, oh, don't call us companions. That's weird. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's going to change anyway. Um, and, uh, other companions would have like probably not done as well with that scene, but Donna was like, you're a small doll. I'm going to smash you against this wall mm-hmm. and take care of this. Donna's the best. <laughs> and that's great. I do love that. Best friends just get to hang out, uh, as long as they want. And the doctor's just going to, uh, hang out what, you know, as long as he mm-hmm. wants to maybe pop off to Mars every once in a while. Which is weird for him. Probably very weird for him, now that I think about it. With yeah, the waters of Mars. Waters of Mars. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's see what's behind this couch. 
gathering close, it's time for the behind the close game. <laughs> All right, Taylor, what are you thinking here? I, look, this episode, for as amazing as it is, can definitely be scary at times. We definitely have some fantasy horror. Um, you know, if you get creeped out by dolls at all, a burning doll head in the cold open with is the mouth flying open. Yeah. With, yes. Oh my God. It's going to set the tone for you. Um, this is, I mean, like to put, not to put too fine a point on it. Um, this is probably a, you know, peeking up from behind the couch and yes. watching it that way where you can you know, be ducked down if it gets too creepy. Yes. Um, but at the same time, there's, there's a lot of just, greatness in this you know uh, a lot of uh, compassion and heart and uh, uh unity and strength in this but you know again creeped out by dolls creeped out by people looking like dolls uh you know creeped out by the toy makers realm yes you know um and i guess we definitely had it confirmed that the toy maker is not a time lord even though he can make his space bigger on the inside too yes so. And I also forgot we mentioned we forgot to mention the one who waits. Oh yes, who the yes. Toy, who the toy maker so ran away from. We're apparently getting a Breaking Bad Doctor Who crossover. Is that how this works? I don't know, but that's probably. I so assume is, that's also the boss. I I yeah, I would think so. We'll see. But wasn't Rory called the one who waits? <laughs> I mean, Rory Williams was... coming back. You're here to hear first, folks. There, there would be a twist, and here I was thinking we were just going to get a Brian Cranston uh, oh. uh, guest star. Maybe, um, yeah. Time to start our wild speculation segment again. Oh boy, yeah. Basically, <laughs> we'll get there. All right. Well, next time, which we said isn't going to be until the new year for us, but you guys can watch the Church on Ruby Road on Christmas Day. Very excited for that. Um, we realized today that we're going to be with kiddos and 1030 in the morning is probably prime, uh, present oh, opening. Yeah. So we're going to have to figure out. Yeah. Same. I probably will not be able to watch it until that evening. Yeah. Quite honestly, cause we've, we've got kiddos and we're going to see family and yeah, it's like, okay, not even, not even going to try yeah. to force it and want to, but yeah, family first. There you go. All right. Well, until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at BusBuddha71. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Please rate and review us as well. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the NOTLG. Uh, holidays are coming up. Check out shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Get your uh, patron saint of Podcastica merchandise, St. Duggan. He got all the machinery you need, and, and you Heck can have yes. one of the only shirts you'll ever need. But please, wear more than one shirt. But make sure one of them is our Podcastica shirt. Uh, Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G if you just want to donate monetarily and support uh, us in basically paying for SoundCloud. We would, appreciate, <laughs> we would appreciate that. And uh, shop locally, folks. Just keep on doing it. It's the holidays. Help them out. Spend your money there. And, uh, yeah, that's it for us this week. Join us again in about three weeks in 2024 
when we talk about the church on Ruby Road. And we'll see you guys then. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. My good friend Taylor. Taylor, we're not doing that again. Hello.